Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Let's hear you. 
our love. Is the Navi telling us all the attributes of Mashiach Tzidkenu? Ruach Hashem, Spirit of Hashem. Ruach Chochma Ubina. Ruach Eitzah Gvura. Ruach Das Ve'iras Hashem. And even though these words are really speaking about Mashiach, we daven for it. In Shalash Shargalim, we take out the Sefer We have a special Yerot song. Rebbeinu Shalaylam. And we say that all the attributes that are shy to Mashiach should really be shy to us. That when Mashiach comes, he's going to recognize his people because we have the same attributes as him. But you know, there's an interesting minhag on Motzi Shabbos when you say, There's a minhag you're supposed to say it with somebody else. Don't say it by yourself, say it with somebody else. Why? Because all the brachas that we're asking for, all the parnasa, the shefa of the week. If I sit with somebody else and I say, what am I saying? I'm saying, Hashem should give you. Not me, forget me. Hashem should give you. And the other guy is sitting there, he's saying what? No, 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 Hashem should give you. Ah. The nachas, the Kodesh Baruch who gets from that. Singing two yid and davening for each other. We spoke about this last time we were here, live in Jerusalem too by the chashivas of davening for each other and I was thinking in that spirit in that ruach not a lie a love and him all of the ruach Hashem ruach chachma ubina v'nacha a love not me him I want him to have those special things and the guy sitting next to you is saying no 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 v'nacha a love on him on him not me so in him so you have 1200 people in here davening for each other at the same time so let's all dive in together. Let's sing it one more time. Have somebody else in mind. Venacha a love, not a lie. He didn't don't speak like that. A lie. A love. So everyone together. Give me, give me a really good harmony on the ruach, all right? Follow me. I venacha love. Even Hashem. One more time, even louder than that. Even
stand up strong one more time. I even have a We could be in the middle of the night one day So dark, no light I see Suddenly I see something right this way I know there's no other way Memories all the time Don't give up, we gotta fight, fight Keep that thought inside And everything will be alright I don't know now I share my life we had a joy, God. We had a deep father. I don't know now. I shed my life. We had a joy, ונופים למטה, בואו נתפלל אליו. כי הוא שומר עלינו מלמעלה. כי זה לייט שיינן ברייט, שיינן ברייט נגד דיימנט. כי זה סטארט אינסייד. ואיבריטינג גונה בי אורנד און עולם. אשר מעלה. הוא אחד ושמו אחד. הוא יהיה בטיפה אדון עולם. אשר מעלה.
J.M. in the A.M. That's Yehichavo uh, done by Shalshelis Jr. Joey Newcomb before that with his Costa Rica nigun. Tismach Achi, you heard Sandy Shmueli. Hershey Rosenberg with Miha Ish. Maishi Tischler, brand new in Unity. Zechut um, Leolam done by Micha Gamerman. Gershon Verobas, Kikel Poel. It was amazing speaking to him about that song and about that album, Man to Man, yesterday. Dove Halpern, who we had a chance to meet in Israel with Adon Olam. Dove is probably tuned in right now, Thursday afternoon in the in the Holy Land. Uh, Eitan Katz, live version of Venacha, and of course Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday, everybody. Today is the fifteenth uh, day of December, day twenty-one in the month of Kislev, the year five seven eight three Tavshin Pei Gimel. 
expecting some rain in this area later today. Should last a while today and tomorrow. That's the storm that was out west and is now rapidly heading east. And uh, I welcome you to JMD. I want to thank those who've been uh, supporting our year-end campaign, fjbunity.org. Again, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Um, please support us. Last couple of weeks of the year is dedicated to keeping this radio program going for the entire year. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Um, let's see here. Rabbi Pesach Krohn is going to join us. The brand new book is called The Grandeur of the Magid. The Grandeur of the Magid. Resplendent stories of inspiration and elevation. Resplendent stories of inspiration and elevation. I'm looking at the back of the book, popular titles brought by Crone. <laughs> I don't even think they have all of them. And there's 20 books on the cover. Actually, there's more because there's plenty of CD-ROMs and DVDs also. Um, that Rabbi Ram, that Rabbi Ram, I said CD-ROM, that Rabbi Crone has, uh, has produced. Uh, but in terms of the books, there's 20. There's 20 on the back of this cover, of this jacket, which is pretty amazing. Anyway, go to artscroll.com. You know the rule. Make sure to use promo code radio as you shop for this and other great brand new material and the wonderful gifts for your family and friends. The grandeur of the Magid is brand new brought by Crone. When you shop for it online, make sure to use promo code radio for your free shipping and your, uh, and your uh, major discount. Major discount, free shipping when you use the promo code radio at artscroll.com. More coming up. It is a Thursday morning broadcast, and this is JM in the AM. Oh, 
J.M. in the A.M. on a, a Thursday morning broadcast, and we have an early morning guest in our studio, and we're going to take this opportunity to wish him a very special mazel tov. Alan Rosner is here. Alan Rosner, welcome to J.M. in the A.M. Thank you. <laughs> Pretty early in the morning, huh? Yeah. People your age don't like to be up this early, huh? Yeah. What time does the day usually start? Like 7.30, Oh, five. boy, and this is really early. Well... Uh, I'm glad you came in. Now we have an opportunity to wish you a mazel tov on the big bar mitzvah. Thank you. Uh, I would assume you're very excited about the day, to say the least. Oh, hang on a second. There we go. I'm sure you're very excited about the day. And who do we credit with getting you to this point? I know you have wonderful parents, right? Now, your parents are uh, David and Gitti, right? Yeah. So we wish them a very special mazel tov. And what about where you go to school? Where are you in school normally? Yeshivanom. And how is that? Good. Rabbi Hagel doing a good job? Yeah. And you're getting a great education? Mm-hmm. Where are you now, in seventh grade or eighth grade? Seventh. Seventh grader, okay. Big shout out to the entire seventh grade over at Noam, right? Yeah. Of course. And uh, who else do you want to say hello to today? Is there anybody else out there that gets credit for uh, getting you to this point? Yeah, my teacher, Hillel Adler. Nice. Anyone else you can think of? Do you go to Capitol during the summer? Which yeah. one? Marsha. All right. So let's say hi to everybody up in Marsha as well, right? Yeah. So there you have it, everybody. Believe it or not, it's a big day here at JM in the AM because we meet the Bar Mitzvah boy. Uh, the Bar Mitzvah boy is Alan Rosner, and he and his parents, David and Gitti, are celebrating this amazing occasion by visiting JM in the AM on a very, very early Thursday morning. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. A pleasure and a big mazel tov on the big event. Thank you. Enjoy it. It's going to be amazing. You know that, right? Yeah. All right. Have a great one. You too. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Alan Rosner, the Bar Mitzvah boy, visiting us here at JM in the AM. More coming up on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Getting the jump start on Shabbos Kodesh with uh, Schleimy Gertner. My thanks again to um, Bar Mitzvah boy Alan Rosner, who stopped by our studios here at JMDM. And a big mazdov to Gitti and David and the entire family on that Bar Mitzvah celebration that's uh, going to be taking place. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And a big shout out to everybody at Yeshivat Noam from all of us here at JM and the AM. Atavachartana was from. Uh, El Natan, El Natan Malul, and uh, that wraps up hour number one on a Thursday. Rabbi Krohn's going to be joining us and a whole bunch of other great material on a Thursday morning broadcast. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Kol Shabbat, ba'eser b'boker, Yoram Swista lokeach etchem lemasa muzikali. Brand new book is called The Grandeur of the Magid. Rabbi Pesach Kron is going to be joining us coming up here at JM in the AM. Those of you who have uh, an interest in getting some amazing Hanukkah gifts for family and friends, go to artscroll.com. Again, go to artscroll.com. You know the rule, always use promo code radio. The rule is always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Simple as that. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Need I say more? No. <laughs> that is the rule. You need to follow it. 
especially before Hanukkah. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast follows next. Boker Tov from JMN. גליצל השעה שתיים של עומריו באולפן אלעזר בן לולו עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הוועדה המיוחדת של הכנסת אישרה את החוק המשולב שיאפשר לאריה דרעי לכהן כשר ולבצלאל סמוטריץ' לקבל סמכויות נרחבות במשרד הביטחון. בגוש הימין מתכננים להמשיך במרתון החקיקה עד מחר בבוקר. בתגובה היועצת המשפטית לממשלה מתריעה לפני זמן קצר. בעת הזו אנו נדרשים לערנות מוגברת. הצעות החקיקה הנדונות בימים אלה, מה שמכונה לצערי בליץ החקיקה, עלולות לשבש את מערכת האיזונים. כך היועמ"שית בכנס חיפה למשפט לפני זמן קצר. מוסיף פרטים על המשא ומתן להרכבת הממשלה, כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. לאחר האישור בוועדה, בשעות הקרובות חוק דרעי וסמוטריץ' יעלה להצבעה בקריאה ראשונה במליאה. באופוזיציה החדשה ינסו למשוך כמה שיותר זמן כדי לעכב את ההצבעה ולמרוח גם את חוק הסמכויות של בן גביר. בגוש הימין הכינו את חברי הכנסת ללילה שלם של דיונים, כולל גם מחר ביום שישי. הליכוד מקווה לסיים את ההצבעות על כלל החוקים עד לשבת, על מנת להשלים את חקיקתם במהלך השבוע הבא. חבר הכנסת בועז ביסמוט מהליכוד אומר לנורית קנטי בגלי צה"ל, הכל מתנהל כשורה וכדין. אין לנו שום חשש, הרי ראינו את כל הידיעות השקריות. סביב כביכול סייעה בתוך סייעה בליכוד, דבר שהתברר מהר מאוד כלא נכון, אבל החוק הזה עבר והכל בסדר, אפשר להרגיע. אין סייעה בתוך סייעה, ובקרוב מאוד תהיה כאן סוף סוף ממשלה. בתגובה חבר הכנסת גלעד קריב מזהיר, העברת סמכויות ותפקידים בתחומי הביטחון וביטחון הפנים עלולה לגרום לפגיעה בחיי אדם. הקואליציה הבאה מנסה להסוות את המהלכים שלה. היא מביאה חקיקה בשינוי חוק יסוד הממשלה. בפועל היא הולכת באמצעות זה לקרוע לגזרים את מערכת הביטחון ואת שרשרת הפיקוד ביהודה ושומרון. זה דבר שעלול לעלות בחיי אדם, גם של ישראלים, גם של פלסטינים, לפגוע קשות ביכולת של חיילי צה"ל ומפקדיו לפעול בשטח. יוקר המחיה, גם חברת אוסם מצטרפת לתנובה ושטראוס ומודיעה על העלאת מחירים. מדווחת כתבתנו עינב קרנר. אוסם יצרנית המזון השלישית בגודלה הודיעה על עליית מחירים בשיעור של כשלושה אחוזים וחצי בממוצע על מוצרי החברה. זאת לאחר שדחתה את עליית המחירים שתוכננה לפברואר השנה בעקבות חרם צרכנים. בהודעת החברה נמסר כי לא תייקר את מחירון מוצרי התינוקות, גרבר ומטרנה, חטיפי במבה השונים, מוצרי קפה ודגני הבוקר. עליית המחירים תיכנס לתוקף מ-1 בינואר, אך עדיין לא פורסם המחירון החדש. פרשת שי אביטל, שר המשפטים ההולנדי, הורה על הסגרתו לישראל של סוכן הדוגמנויות החשוד בעבירות מין, כתבתנו אנה פינס. שר המשפטים של הולנד חתם על צו הסגרתו של סוכן הדוגמניות שי אביטל, והוא צפוי לעמוד לדין בארץ בגין עבירות מין שביצע על פי החשד בשתי מתלוננות. לאחר שבקיץ נעצר באמסטרדם, בית המשפט המחוזי שם נעתר לבקשת המחלקה הבינלאומית בפרקליטות המדינה, וקבע כי שי אביטל הינו בר הסגרה לישראל. כעת המשטרה עומלת על תיאום מבצעים משטרת הולנד בנוגע להבאתו ארצה. עורכי הדין שרון נהרי וססי גז, המייצגים את אביטל, מסרו בתגובה, מרשנו בחר לוותר על זכות לערעור, ומעדיף להגיע לישראל ולמסור את גרסתו במשטרה, ובעיקר להפריך את החשדות נגדו. חיילי צה"ל יוצאו מבתי הכלא הביטחוניים ויוחלפו בסוהרים מקצועיים בתהליך הדרגתי. 
כך קבע הצוות לבחינת הצבת חיילים בשירות בתי הסוהר בהמלצות שהגיש לשר, לשר הביטחון גנץ ולשר לביטחון הפנים בר לב. הצוות התרשם כי בשב"ס שיפרו משמעותית את הטיפול במשרתות ומשרתי החובה, בדגש על מניעת הטרדות מיניות. עוד הוחלט כי משימת כליאת אסירים ביטחוניים תוטל על סגל סוהרים מקצועיים כפי שמתנהל בטיפול באסירים פליליים. ידיעה שהעביר כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. התחזית, גשמים מקומיים צפויים לרדת משעות הצהריים בעיקר בצפון הארץ, תחול עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, מחר תחול עלייה נוספת בטמפרטורות שתהיינה גבוהות מן הרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות. So gather your friends and family For latkes, gelt and melodies Now come sing with me The smell of donuts in the air Cause it's that special time of year Maybe cold out there but it's warm in here So clap to the beat Now let me hear you say Nun, Gimmel, hey, Jim Watch that little dreidel spin Yeah, Nun, Gimmel, hey, Jim When we're together we all win Happy
have no wealth to leave you, son, no precious jewels, no gold. Only this menorah handed down from days of old. Keep it with you always, no matter where you go. It carries a strange history where miracles unfold. There are miracles I'm told. In long before the time came treachery and fear The Spanish Inquisition breathing close in Isaac's ear Hearing of a sailing ship, he tried to sign aboard With no money in his pocket, no passage could be Approaching, he recalled his father's advice Do not sell this menorah, son There are miracles inside There are miracles in the light So with great anticipation Of that holiday to come He polished that menorah Till it shines just like the sun and as he polished suddenly, its bottom opened up and to the floor fell coins of gold for the passage quite enough. sail across the sea leaving bitter memories of the pain and harsh decrees leaving all possessions all the things they'd never need taking their menorah which they kept for centuries that my children is how my menorah came to me
Yosef, ve'elef tekin, fenfuter Yaakov. Man lebes geschichte legefin, n'seifer bereishes im Sof. Ich hab gehat von mich briedelich zehn, in der Heim ist mir nicht gering gewesen. Sinne, Kinder, hab ich jeden Tag gesehen. Mein Mama hat mich übergelassen, ich bin gewähnt, komm, acht Uhr an. Schon jünger ein, hab ich gekostet, mach mich wie mein Leben zu fahren. A Jusem und a Mama sagt, jeder kennt mich uninteressant. Ich habe gedacht, ich habe gedacht, was mein Tata hat, mein Eibig gemacht. Du bist Jusem, du bist Jusem, du bist Jusem. Nicht gar nicht, wo die Geister rieben, bist du
J.M. in the A.M. Barry Weber with Yosef. Aryeh and Avi Kunstler before that. You know, it's funny. I I know Avi Kunstler for, you know, 40 years or so. And Aryeh, obviously, for uh, his entire lifetime. <laughs> and I, I never really uh, realized how similar their voices are. It's really interesting. Uh, the Avi Kunstler classic performed by Aryeh and Avi Kunstler. Uh, Menorah here at JM and the AM. And Yoni Z opened up the set with Hanukkah Sameach. And you are listening to a um, Thursday morning broadcast here at JM and the AM. All right, Pesach Krohn is going to join us. The book is called The Grandeur of the Magid. Whenever you go to artscroll.com <coughs> over the next few days, make sure to use promo code radio. When you go to artscroll.com and you order the uh, gifts you'd like to order for family and friends for Hanukkah, make sure to use promo code radio for your free shipping and major discount. Simple as that. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Schwiger says, Boker Tov Nachum, I love that. Getting a jump start on Shabbos, never too early for that yet. It's one of the reasons we played the Shlemy Gertner selection. Moradina says, Mazel Tov, Alan Yashikoach. <laughs> Moradina, thank you for the boost. I was hoping I was being a good host here with the Bar Mitzvah boy, Alan. It was obviously very early in the morning for both of us. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much. And yes, young, nice young man, to say the least, with really nice parents. So mazal tov to Alan Rosner and to uh, David and Gitti from all of us here at JM in the AM. Um, so Elliot Weiselberg generally is with us on Tuesdays at 7.20 for the Yeshiva League Sports Update. So... 
He wrote to me on Tuesday, Hi, Nahum, sorry to do this to you. The new baby duty is interrupting my chances of getting to sit down and bang out a sports update tonight. I'll have one for you Wednesday morning. Mazdov on your recent new edition, and that comes from Elliot. So Elliot Weiselberg and his family are celebrating the birth of a brand new baby boy. In fact, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to check right now, I believe in Brooklyn, New York, the bris is taking place this morning. Yeah, in Brooklyn, New York, uh, the bris of the brand new baby boy um, born to uh, Amanda and Elliot Weiselberg is happening this morning. We wish them a very, very special mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Anyway, so I, I intended to um, present the Yeshiva League Sports Update on Wednesday, yesterday. Um, and, you know, a, a delayed Yeshiva League Sports Update. And, of course, yesterday I forgot to play it. So with great apologies to our amazing sports director, Elliot Weiselberg, uh, yesterday's Yeshiva League Sports Update will be presented now at the usual time, 7.20, but on a different day, Thursday, here at JM in the AM. Elliot Weiselberg and our Yeshiva League Sports Update. Here he is. Mazel tov, Papa. <laughs> here he is on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, and Mazel tov to you and your family. Today, on the JM in the AM Sports Update, after a very eventful week in the Weiselberg household, a one-day delay only adds to our coverage. Straight ahead, SAR returns to the conversation in varsity hockey, Mag and David and North Shore get ready for a showdown in boys' varsity basketball, and SAR and TABC continue their undefeated seasons in both JV sports. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. We'll start out in varsity basketball where North Shore finds itself in a very unfamiliar position over the last few years. Hot off of last year's JV championship, the junior heavy squad rolls into mid-December at 8-0 despite a scare against Magen Avraham this past week, a 56-52 overtime win for the Stars. Now North Shore gears up to square off against the other Magen, the 8-1 Magen David Warriors, a squad full of juniors still stinking from last year's overtime championship loss. The Warriors have a battle-tested schedule of late, taking victories over Flatbush and DRS. The two teams will meet up for the only showdown this season next Wednesday in a battle that could either determine the Eastern Conference with a North Shore win or bust it wide open if Mag and David is victorious. In other action, Frisch moves to 8-1, knocking off Heschel, and will now gear up to play SAR tomorrow night in a battle that could do the same for the West. Speaking of SAR, the Sting varsity hockey team has shrugged off their slow start and taken five of six points from top-ranked opponents in the last ten days. Following a 5-2 win over Hank and an overtime 5-4 loss to undefeated Frisch, the Sting rolled into TABC against whom SAR suffered a 4-1 loss less than two weeks ago. However, the Sting would have their revenge as, tied late in the third, junior Asher Rudman would put home the game winner for the 4-3 SAR victory, knocking the storm from the ranks of the undefeated and placing the Sting three points behind the storm for second place in the West. In other action, Flatbush suffers a pair of close losses, taking a pair of 4-3 losses to Hafter in overtime on Saturday night and to rival Mag and David last night at home. Both results come about after defeating Mag and David in Mag and David last week by the score of, you guessed it, 4-3. 
On to JV, where SAR and TABC control the West in both sports. In basketball, the Storm dropped Hillel to improve to 7-0, while SAR last played two weeks ago but currently sit at 5-0. Both teams are gearing up for battles with 5-1 Frisch, SAR tonight, and TABC Saturday night. Wins by both teams could cement the two as the above-and-away favorites and set the stage for the division crown on January 26th when both teams meet in SAR for the last game of the regular season. In hockey, SAR is 6-0 following a 2-0 shutout of Frisch, two points ahead of TABC at 5-0. The two teams will know who has the advantage much earlier than their basketball counterparts, as the two are set to square off next Thursday night in SAR as both teams' next contest. However, for TABC, it's the beginning of a brutal stretch, as they will follow it up with DRS on New Year's Day and Frisch and SAR again on the other side of the break. With the Yeshiva League back, keeping up to date is a must, and the best place for that is Yeshiva League Pass. For all the latest scores, standings, and rankings for both hockey and basketball, be sure to follow Yeshiva League Pass and all its iterations on Instagram. And that was your JM and the AM Sports Update. I'm going to try to get some sleep.
JM in the AM. That's um, Ishai Rebo, Techef Yipatach, here at JM. My thanks to Elliot Weiselberg. I apologize for airing the uh, Yeshiva League Sports Update a day late. He's not getting sleep this morning, as he thought he might <laughs> when he uh, prepared it for yesterday, because t- this morning is the bris of the brand-new baby boy born to Amanda and Elliot Weiselberg, and we say mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, don't forget our year-end campaign is in full swing. Those of you who have not yet given, please be as generous as you can. Go to um, fjbunity.org. Again, go to fjbunity.org and participate in our year-end campaign and keep us going. Thank you to uh, Rifka and Yaakov Marati. Thank you to um, uh, Abigail Rothberger. Thanks to everybody who's been donating since the start of our campaign. We have 15 days to go. We're at just over 8% of our goal, and we're going to continue to march on until we, please God, achieve our goal. That's our goal, is to achieve our goal. Please God. Um... We're going to go to a, a repeat. I'm told we're going to go to an encore presentation of Rabbi Goldwasser. Let me just make sure that that's accurate. Uh, yeah, we'll go to an encore presentation. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevin of Yosevalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar of Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says, Omar Rabbi Barbachana. Rabbi Barbachana said, Omar Rabbi Yochanan, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. It is as difficult to make a matrimonial match as splitting the sea of reeds. The Ksav Soifer asks the question, we see that there are Shidduchim happening every day, so it's difficult for us to understand where's the difficulty. The Ksav Soifer explains, what does it mean, Kosha Kekriyas Yamsuf? We find by Kriyas Yamsuf, it says, Legoizer Yamsuf Ligzorim. Hashem made the miracle for each Yochid, each Shevet had its own char. Similarly, by Parnasa, for livelihood, the Pasuk tells us, Lohem that Hashem Yisparach gives everybody the Parnasa when they need it and whatever they need. This would mean that there were really two nisim by Kriyas Yamsuf, one for the entire B'nai Yisrael and one for every yochid, for every individual. Concerning a match, there has to be two conditions as well. It has to be a zivug hogoin, ben ish isha. It has to be for each of them, the husband and wife, it has to be good. And also, it has to be a zivug that is good for Klal Yisrael, that they will participate in duchesed for others in Klal Yisrael, and that their children will be the same. In the Sefer Chinuch, Mitzvah 430, it says there that only a person who is metiv l'acherim, who helps other people and who is of benefit to this world, is called a sholem, somebody that is complete. Shari Tshuva says, min ikrim hanidrashim min ha'adam. It is one of the main requirements of a person that they help others. And as we know, Reb Chaim said, Adam lo la'atzmo nivra. A person was not created for themselves. Rak lo'il la'acherim kechol ha'ashayim tzabekoycho 
lasos. A person should try to help others as much as they possibly can. This is the explanation of the Gemara according to the Yam Simcha. Just to make a shidduch, to find the man and woman that will be good for both. That's not so difficult. The difficulty lies in finding the shidduch that will be comparable to the Kriyas Yamsuf, that it contains both pratim, that they could be good for each other, but they will also be good for Klau Yisrael. May we hear Besuros Tavos, Yeshuas Venechamos. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Keeps on turning the rush to drive. A week of working, never evading our goal. Till the moment creates a transformation within our soul. Time to unwind. The daily grind is over, and we can find the peace of mind, the light inside that makes us whole. In a moment that dates back to creation, Hashem's in control. Let out a sigh and look up to the sky as the sun sets on all our cares. So happy it's finally here. Baruch Hashem, it's Shabbos. Baruch Hashem, it's Shabbos. Baruch Hashem, it's Shabbos. Shabbos, it's Shabbos. Signing out of all the wheeling dealing, we're zooming in and getting close to the creator of it all. To the moment that brings us separation, Ben Koidesh Let's turn around and seek the inner meaning that can be found when we step out of our day to day routine. It's a moment our souls find elevation while greeting it. Let out a sigh and we tell her goodbye and escort upon her way. It's just six more days till we say. <laughs> Yeah.
יום השישי, ויחולו השמיים, והאורץ, והאורץ וחול וחול צמאור, ויחל אלוהים ביום השביעי, ביום השביעי.
JM and the AM, Avi Ilson with Yeshli Hakol here at JM and the AM. Before that, you heard Yaakov Shweki, Baruch Hashem. It's Shabbos. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&A. Jables and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old World Classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code RADIO and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. That's an understatement. That is an understatement. Um, there's something else I wanted to mention. When I was uh, when I was in Israel, we kicked off our year-end campaign with our Thursday of giving. In fact, I think we're going to wrap it up with a Thursday of giving the last Thursday of the year. I think that's how we're going to handle it. But anyway, those of you who have not yet contributed have not been part of our 5783 um, campaign. Please be as generous as you can. Go to fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org. And be as generous as possible. And we thank you, of course, for your generosity. Uh, Rabbi Pesach Kron is going to join us. The book is called The Grandeur of the Magid, Resplendent Stories of Inspiration and Elevation. All right, Pesach Kron, it's brand new from our friends at Artscroll. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for The Grandeur of the Magid. By the way, on Monday, we're going to have a chance to explore a couple of brand new books here at JMNAM on the first day of Hanukkah. One of them is the book about Rabbi David Feinstein entitled Reb David, The Life and Legacy of Rabbi David Feinstein. Yisrael Besser is going to be joining us here on the air at JM and the AM. And um, we'll have an opportunity to speak with him about the brand new book. And it should be very interesting. That should be a very interesting conversation. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Bottom line. That's the bottom line. You're shopping now for gifts for your friends and family for Hanukkah. Make sure to use promo code radio for your free shipping and major discount. Simple as that. Uh, Rabbi Krohn joins us about 10 minutes from now here at JM in the AM. This is from Yoeli Dickman. Yeah. 
With uh, Ashrenu done by uh, Shlomo Katz, of course. Uh, before that, uh, Yoeli Dikman with Nofel Vikam. Um, well, I got a note that tonight at the Kingsway Jewish Center in Brooklyn, they have a Hanukkah market. AhavaEchad.org. AhavaEchad.org is presenting a Hanukkah market with a free art raffle starting at 6.30 tonight. With Jewish art, great food, free raffle, holiday gifts, handmade Judaica, all at the Kingsway Jewish Center on Kings Highway in Brooklyn. Again, that starts at 6.30 tonight. Information, I guess you go to ahavaechad.org. Ahavaechad.org for information. Uh, this coming Saturday night, Rabbi Tzvi Ram, who uh, was with us for a couple of decades, is Rabbi the historic Bialystoker Shul in the Lower East Side. Uh, he's begun the process of making Aliyah. Uh, he's going to be speaking on contemporary conversion in America, or by Tzviram, contemporary conversion in America. Uh, that's happening this coming Saturday night at 8.15, and that is part of the uh, Young Israel Talmud Torah Flatbush Fall Lecture Series, 1305 Coney Island Avenue between Avenues I and J in Brooklyn, New York, 718-377-2528, 718-377-2528. But again, it's happening this coming Saturday night, December the 17th, starting at 8.15, Contemporary Conversion in America with a right Sviram. The uh, lecture is sponsored anonymously on the 50th anniversary of the murder of 11 Israeli Olympic athletes in the Munich Olympic Village in 1972. Wow, it's hard to believe that's 50 years. That is very hard to believe that it's 50 years. Unbelievable. That is uh, absolutely remarkable, frankly, that it's 50 years. Uh, I'm told Rabbi Krohn is, uh, is joining us in a minute, which is amazing. We'll speak with him in just a moment. I just want to mention that in addition to um, the fall lecture series at the Young Israel Talmud Torah of Flatbush, which will feature Rabbi Ram this coming Saturday night, I want to take this opportunity to thank Alan Blumenthal and his family. Janice and Alan Blumenthal have supported us during our year-end campaign with a beautiful note. Uh, it says, to Mr. Nahum, <laughs> thank you for the Fine work you do for our community at large, including the organization in Israel, uh, the organizations in Israel that um, that you do so much chesed for. We're most appreciative of announcing the lecture series, Young Israel Tamatara of Flatbush. The last lecture will feature Rabbi Ram, formerly of the Bialystoker, and close the token of our appreciation. So a big thank you to the Blumenthal's for their donation and to everybody who's helping us out at fjbunity.org during our year-end campaign. Go to fjbunity.org. 
to support us during the year-end campaign. Rabbi Pesach Krohn needs no introduction. One of our favorite guests here at JM in the AM, author of so many books. I looked at the back of the brand new book, The Grandeur of the Magid. The jacket has a picture of some of Rabbi Krohn's books. There are 20 books there. There are 20 books in addition to the CD-ROMs and DVDs and other things that he's responsible for. Uh, but it's just remarkable. The brand new one is called The Grandeur of the Magid. It's an Art Scroll book. You know the rule. You go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for your free shipping and major discount. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. The book is called The Grandeur of the Magid. It is a delight to welcome Rabbi Pesach Crone back to JM and the AM. Rabbi Crone, good morning to you. Good morning and mazel tov. Thank As you. As a matter of fact, at the bridge that I was just at in Burgerfield, Somebody said to me, I got to get my bagel quick. I'm listening to, you know, JM and the AM in about five minutes. <laughs> that is great. So I just want to say hello to the Marathi family who is so loyal to the Bris and to you. I love it. And thank you to the Maratis, the great friends and supporters. And it's a pleasure no to, to wish them a mazel tov. And uh, I, I, I look, Rabbi Krohn, I said this to you off the air the other day. The last time you were with us was a really, really difficult time for what me and the network and my family were going through. And boy, that conversation was so amazing and incredible. So I thank you for that. And I'm glad that we could speak today in an air and an atmosphere of great simcha and joy and a lot of smiles on Amen. people's faces. By the way, Rabbi Krohn, can you do me a favor? Could, could, you, could you just repeat, before we get to the book, which we will in a minute, could you repeat, because it was so brilliant and we're in those partios right now, could you repeat the Vayave La'aviv uh, that you told me about back in April? Do you remember that one? Yes, of course. To me, it's one of the greatest insights that I ever heard from Chaim Kanievsky. Now, for the audience to appreciate it, they really should write down these two words, and I'll spell it out for you, and you will see Rab Chaim's brilliance. The story is in the Torah where Esav brings food to his father Yitzchak in order to get a bracha. And the words that the Torah uses are Vayove Le'oviv. Vayove is spelled Vov Yud Beis Aleph, and Le'oviv is Lamed Aleph Beis Yud Vov. Now, those of you who have written it out, we'll see remarkably that it's a palindrome. Amazing. A palindrome is a word that you can read it frontwards and backwards, like mom, pop, race car, radar. And Rab Chaim, first of all, that I even noticed that it's a palindrome. We've said these words a thousand times every <laughs> time we, etc. But what he brought out was a, such a great thought that the way you treat your parents, that's how your children are going to treat you. So Amazing. I always say, if somebody wants to know why he's got nasty kids, what he should do is look in the mirror. Amazing. I'll tell you, what a part. What an incredible part. And like I said, it's these partials now, so I thought it was certainly worth yeah, repeating. Sure. The book is yeah. called The Grandeur of the Magid, Resplendent Stories of Inspiration and Elevation. How many times have you used the word resplendent in your life, Rabbi Crone? I need to know. Every time I speak to you. <laughs> I didn't even know the word until I looked it up, but it's on the cover of your book, and it does describe these stories and how inspiring and elevating they are. Uh, I look, and, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say the reason that I used the word elevating is because I knew we were going to use a picture of mountains. And the graphic genius at Oscar, Ellie Crone, who's a Hasidic fellow, not related to me, but, you know, we're like brothers. And uh, he said, listen, we can't use mountains in the daytime because that's on many covers. Let's, let's try to see if we can get something at night. And if you take a look at the cover, it is so resplendent. Yeah. It is amazing. 
it, it's it's stunning. It's just unbelievable. What an image. Now that you pointed that out, boy, you, you don't judge a book by its cover, folks. But when you see this cover, it may incline you to uh, to go ahead and buy it, frankly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that uh, is true. Look, you know what Mayor Lotto himself was telling once said? Yeah. He said anybody who says you can't judge a book by its cover never tried to sell one. <laughs> you know why people are told not to judge a book by, by its cover? Because human beings judge books by their cover. That's why. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's right. why we're told not to do it. Look, I, I've got, as you know, I've gone through the book and I've already outlined five, six stories that I oh, must. Oh, tell me. That, well, tell me which ones you yeah, like. Exactly. But I don't know. I, I always feel like we have to start with the first one. And this story that you tell of the family that's traveling in Israel and a terrible, terrible encounter happened when somebody in the family had to use the bathroom. Simple as that. Yeah. And they go into a restaurant and the, the, the waitress who gives permission to this non-customer, the kid, to use the bathroom gets into serious trouble. And then you got to tell us what happened after that. And it is one of the greatest stories I have ever heard. And I get so many comments. <laughs> and that's why I made it the first story. What happens is that the waiter is yelling at this father and telling him, how could you do this? You know, you're all your religious Jews, you're the same. You take advantage of, uh, of a place and you don't even buy anything. And the guy says, you're making a mistake. We're all coming in. He says, what do you mean we're all? Who's all? He says, uh, my seven children and my wife. We've got nine people here. And this guy's fainting and he sets up two tables. And these kids had been told they're not going to any restaurants right. because they were on a modest budget. Yeah. And they, ne they never saw prices and food like this. And each kid has one dish and one drink. And then at the end, they notice that their waiter is coming to their table with ice cream and cake and sparklers. And the father stands up and says, excuse me, we didn't order dessert. There's a mistake here. And the owner of the restaurant says, um, you know, I just want to tell you what happened. Um, when, when you guys sat down at the table, the uh, waitress came in and she was crying in the kitchen. And we said, what happened? She said, I just saw something that somebody did for me. Nobody in my life ever did that for me. She said, these parents were not going to buy anything. And they just came and ordered food only because I should not get in trouble. They're spending a fortune just to save my skin. And he said, for special people, we want to do special things. So then what happens is the father asks for the bill. And the waiter writes down by order of the uh, owner and next time you come here, anytime you come, it's only 50%. It's 50% off. So fine. So then the father says, yeah, but I want to pay for today as well. So the owner comes and says this great line. He says, shut it off, man. He says, we, uh, in this restaurant, we have a policy. We only charge people. We don't charge malachim. Unbelievable. How many good deeds are in that story? Oh my the wa God. The waitress, simple enough, who has the Rahmanas on the kid. Right. The, the father, who does not have the money to spend <laughs> on this kiddish Hashem. He doesn't have it. And, right. and and sees the situation and says, I'm not going to cause, God forbid, any rift or kiddish or a chil Hashem or or problem right. between the waitress and the head waiter and all. I'm not going to do any of that. I don't care what it costs. And he goes ahead and sits his family down. You know what nine mains and drinks are, Rabbi Chrome? That's, that's, that's quite a bill. That's quite a bill for a from family. You know what I mean? That's right. And, and then, of course, the best part, as you just described, that he still wanted to pay. But yeah. no, when you're when you're an angel and you do something like that, you don't get charged in that restaurant. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole thing is just amazing. So many lessons we could learn. I love I love when you have stories where we could learn multiple lessons as as, yeah. as our. Can most I people. tell you yeah. a great story that sure. I don't know if you saw it, but 
you as, as somebody who was has lived in the Lower East Side would appreciate this story about Ramesha. Yeah. I have it. It's called Verbal Purity. Now, this is so amazing. What happens was that when Rabbi Ruvain, Zosangazun, started his yeshiva in Staten Island, Rabbi Moshe, of course, was much younger, and he went to L.A. to raise funds for his son's yeshiva. Right. And there was a family that knew that uh, Rabbi Moshe is coming for dinner. So they were all waiting, and then the bell rang. Now the father was going to go open the door, but the four-year-old kid ran and opened the door first. And he takes one look at Rabbi Moshe, and he says, Are you Hashem? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so Rabbi Moshe smiles, and he says in Yiddish, Hashem went in the Himmel. Hashem lives in the heavens. So the kid says, Then you must be his best friend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Isn't that great? <laughs> I love it, I'll tell you. Right, Pesach Krohn is with us. The book is called The Grandeur of the Magid. The Grandeur of the Magid. We have spent so many years talking to Mike Krohn about all the Magid books. It's amazing that in 2022 we get to do the same thing, uh, or get to do it again, I should say. Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for your free shipping and your major discount. All right, let's go to the air train, Rabbi Crone. Let's oh go to the air God. train. How do you pick out the best one? Because I'll tell you something. It's, a, it's One of the things that really attracted me to this story is it's so simple. It's so simple. The, right. the, the, woman, the woman says to her husband, the greatest thing you could do for me now, a day or two before Pesach, is to take all the kids out of the house. We've all been there. It's not a big deal. We've all done it, right? All the fathers right, in the community right. have done this, right? It's the best Lord. thing. It's the best thing you could do. They get out. Right. So, so he decides, right? Economically sound father decides right. <laughs> that they're going to drive to the airport. And the kids had never really seen the insides of an airport or how it works or the airplanes parked, right. etc. And they're going to take the air train back and forth because, you know, the train ride is fun and free. Right. And, and the airport's a really cool place to show the kids. And they, they see a, a pilot walk aboard the air train, and the pilot is obviously intrigued about this large family and says, where are you going? And they say, we're going nowhere. We're not going anywhere. And he, right. and, and he says, and, he, and then the father explains to the pilot what he means by that, that it's about to be Passover. My wife said, please take the kids out of the house, etc. And this pilot says the following, and everyone out there, please listen. This pilot says the pi following, I have been an airline pilot for more than 25 years and flown all over the world there's no major airport i haven't flown to two years ago i got a text from my son who wrote you didn't come to my graduation you've never been here for my birthday and now you weren't even here for the birthday of my child your grandchild please remove my number from your contacts shortly after that my daughter wrote the same thing he says to the father i have flown everywhere and gone nowhere you say you and your kids are going nowhere it's not true it seems to me you and your kids are going everywhere do you know, I must tell you, Nahum, I told this story in Toronto. It must have been a couple hundred people. When I said that punchline, there was a woman that was sitting right in front of me. She must have been in the third row. She just burst into tears and started crying. I, I felt so bad for her because obviously that story spoke to her and what she had done with her family and, you know, gone nowhere. It was I felt so embarrassed for her because she just exploded in tears. It was it was awful. You know, I want to tell you something. The uh, you know the and I know it's not possible for every parent to do everything, obviously. But you know, it's, it's sort of like years ago when someone said to me, "Always have a trip to Israel scheduled every month because if you have once <laughs> if you have one scheduled every month, you'll go at least once a year, right? Right. So put, right, right. put every play, put every basketball game, put every chumish celebration, put every siyum, put every 
anything of your kids on the calendar. You may not get to everything, but you'll get to the majority of it. And we as adults, because we don't remember what it's like as kids, we as adults think, ah, what's the big deal? Show up for this, show up for that. Do my kids even, right. even care, even notice, and look at the at the roastum that it makes on an airline pilot who regrets everything that he's done professionally because of his family. Right. Right. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. What can I say? You get me going here, Rabbi Crone. <laughs> I now, love it. <laughs> we gotta, now we go to page 183. And on page 183, you tell this amazing story. Uh, grateful to your friend and my dear friend, Rabbi Ron Eisenman from Passaic. The kid is standing up there doing his bar mitzvah speech. That's what he's doing, right? He's at the height of his, you know, of, of the greatest celebration he's waiting months for, right? Right. And what does he want? He says one thing from that podium. He wants the two grandfathers on the two sides of the family who obviously, based on his comments, are not speaking to each other to dance with him together in the, right. mi- in the middle of the circle. Unfortunately, because his parents were divorced. I can't believe that you chose that story because I know there's got to be hundreds of listeners yep. that are in this position. Yep. And, uh, you know... It, it, it's hard to judge any family. Nobody can say whether they should or should not have gotten divorced. But I'm telling you, what I have seen is that the children become carbonates. They become sacrifices when there is a divorce and when their parents are not getting along. It is so painful. And this poor child, that's more than anything else that he wanted. And no one knew he was going to say it. Because, yeah, I guess somebody, whoever prepared the drusha with him, he didn't say he was going to say it. And slowly but surely, this little boy walked over to one of the grandfathers, and he walked over to the other grandfather together, and everybody was crying, but they were dancing. It makes me cry when I tell it to you. And it's so sad. And I would suspect, I would suspect, just based on life experience, that it, it changed, even if it didn't completely, you know, bring everybody together, it certainly changed the relationship for the better. Oh, positively. Yeah, I mean, positively. there's no question about that. And I love how you say that there's hundreds of people out there in certain similar situations. It's not just divorce. There are people right. out there right now, you know, whose families are torn apart by any stupid situation. I mean, you know, I I could list you, you know, I could list you a hundred reasons. None of them would be would, would seem, you know, valid or 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 right. you know, serious enough to to split people apart. So for Hanukkah, I'm going to say to all the young people out there, for Hanukkah, if you're in a situation like that, and one of the adults turns to you and says, "What do you want for Hanukkah?" Maybe answer them that. I just want everyone to be talking and everybody to you know to be together. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. And you know, something that's so interesting you mentioned about getting together. You know, I, I quoted Rabbi Katz recently. I mean, you know, he's a genius. Yep. But, and so I don't know if this thing, which I'm going to tell you right now, is his own or he saw it in the safer. But we know Hanukkah is a very uh, materialistic type of holiday. There's gifts, there's vacations, right. there's parties, there's lockers. But you know what he said? He said it's very spiritual. The word nefesh, which is spelled nun peishin, stands for Nair, Sila, and Shemen. Hmm. Interesting. That interesting. And that's candle, wick, and oil. Right. Isn't that, in the word nefesh. And and it, it symbolizes there's a lot of ruchnias to the holiday of, uh, of of Hanukkah. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing, which I told over. Only Rabbi Vagy Yosef could have come up with this. You know what he said Mashiach stands for? You're going to think. Madlikin Shemoinas Yemei Hanukkah. We light the candles on the eight days of Hanukkah. Pretty amazing. Isn't that pretty amazing? That is pretty amazing. And I'll tell you that <laughs> how, you, you are one who appreciates 
I have to be careful how I say this. You are one who appreciates these these secretive to some people seemingly silly observations. You know what I'm saying? When it comes yeah. to abbreviations, even the yeah. even the uh love it, right? Love it, right? Right. But you know what I believe? I believe those are the Saidas of Torah. In nice. other words, you and I would have read that Pasik a hundred times. And then here Rab Chaim brings it out and it's life changing. It's amazing. What a lesson. Yeah, so true. So true. Uh, you have what is, uh, I mean, in the section entitled Personalities of Pro- Pro- Prominence, uh, you, right. ha- you have what's almost a full section on Rav, uh, on Rav Kanievsky. Right, um, right, and, right. And, and you talk about the um, some of the things you said at one of the public events. I think you even mentioned this uh, the last time you were on uh, about the tremendous admiration you had for him. Um, yes. I mean, tell tell us something about Reb Chaim which set him apart. What What is something about him that— what, what set him apart to me, besides his learning, of course, was that his son-in-law—it's it, not like I heard it from anybody else. I heard it from his own son-in-law, Rabbi Yitzchak Kaladetsky, He said every single morning, every single morning, when Reb Chaim finished davening, he didn't go straight to the car, he went to his mother's house. And either he had a small breakfast there or he schmoozed with her every morning. He never missed seeing his mother every day. You know what that means? That's that's that kibbut of aim and that's that vayovela oviv. That's the manifestation of kibbut of aim and family relationships. He had he was so close to his family as was his rebbitzes. And you know something? I'll tell you a great thing that his son-in-law told me that after Rab Chaim's mother passed away, he stopped going. And a week or two later, he met his father, the stipler. And the stipler said to him in Yiddish, and of course I'll translate, it's like, and the flex I also used to enjoy when you came. And Rabbi Chaim's mouth dropped open like he couldn't believe it. His father, the God out there, wants to schmooze? Yeah, because a father loves his son, he wants to talk to him. And they, well, I'm sure they spoke in Divrei Torah, but for the next 12 years, he never missed a day until the stipler passed away that he didn't go visit his father. Uh, no greater expert on Torah personalities than yourself. Why is it that? Why is it that that often what a Torah giant does that seems to us the right thing to do gets celebrated? I am not minimizing what you just said. Uh, visiting his mother on a daily basis. Obviously, I'm not minimizing that. But is it is it sad that 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 is the exception and we make a big deal out of it? Is it is, is it you know you know what I'm trying to say? Like, like yes, I know exactly. Every, every, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the answer is. You know, we take each other for granted, and we're so busy, especially in a big city like New York, and we have so much on our plates. And Claude Yisrael has gone through a lot in the last couple years. COVID, Maron, Surfside, Ukraine. You know, it, it could be very, I, I hate to use this word depressing, but it, it gets down to a person and you don't think of the basics and we take each other for granted. And, and, and when we see great people, you know, like one of the other people that I wrote about, I don't know if you had this close to know Rabbi Moshe Newman. It was a great machanach who was the principal in Beis Yaakov for close to 50 years. He would get down on one knee and talk to a child that was crying, a first grader, a second grader. This was a principal who loved every student, and there were 600 in the school. So that's really what a principal should be like. And, 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 you know, he was that way. So when you see that somebody takes the time to do something special and doesn't take life for granted, then unfortunately we're not used to that, and it should be celebrated and talked about. 
Well, uh, you mentioned in one of the stories the your own mother, and you've spoke, yeah. oh you've, you, you've spoken on the air with us right. about the influence that she had on you and what was a an incredible relationship that you had with her. Yeah. Um, do you sometimes think about what people like her and others from the prior generation would be thinking uh, about what's going on today, about some of the... You know, I can't believe you're saying that. You know how many people I've told that to recently? My mother was born in Philadelphia. Except for Ben Franklin, she was probably the most loyal citizen <laughs> in the United States. She taught me a love for America and a love for American ideals and democracy. She would be heartbroken what what's going on today with woke and all these other terrible things that are going through Congress now at this time. You know, she 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 would be heartbroken what's happening to her beloved country. I wonder what she would say about the anti-Semitism issue. Oh, my goodness. So frightening. So frightening. Really. You know, I, I think that one of the things that we have to be so careful is to always be making a Kiddush Shem Shemayim. I don't yeah. know if you saw the story of Sheila Feinstein, and uh, oh, you got to see that story about Sheila Feinstein, the Kiddush Hashem that she represented and she made. Just so fabulous. And I think that if we would just realize that you can't hide that you're a Yid, whether you're on the highway, whether you're in an airplane, whether you're shopping, snood, no snood, big yarmulke, little yarmulke, baseball cap, everybody knows you're a yid. You can't hide it. And if you, you're a yid, then you don't just represent your neighborhood. You represent all of us in Kalal Yisrael. And when somebody does something on a plane or says something to a steward or a stewardess, and then somebody picks it up and puts it on a video and it goes viral, I mean, 100,000 people are seeing that. You know, it's funny that um, we we used to, you know, when I was growing up, the Vart that my father would always tell us about technology, uh, courtesy of the Chavetz Chaim, I'm sure you've heard this, is that, uh, you know, tape recorders were created because we can't un- right. we can't fathom how after 120 we'll be responsible right. for every word we right. say. You know, right. now, now we see that they, we can only imagine what's going up there now with the computer systems and the, you know, the, <laughs> oh, the, the instant searches about everything. But uh, but but it's one of the things. And I, by the way, I thank God that I not that I'm such a bad guy, frankly. But I thank God that I didn't grow up in this era of everyone taking out a phone and everything being on video for a second. Because even by accident, you say something, you do something, you, you look at the, you know, the wrong way at someone or you react a certain way because for a moment you're angry about something, whatever the case may be. And, yeah. and as you just said, it's documented forever. And some of it goes viral when it's, you know, it's, when it's a really good fight on an airplane, you know. Yeah, it's just terrible. And I just it's a big responsibility. And exactly, and I, I don't know how to p- properly transmit to the next generation, to my own children and grandchildren, that you're living in a world that's very different from the one we were in. It's funny. I, I hear I hear my parents in me because they were telling me how different the world is compared to what they had. You know. Right. Um, but you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, if we're trying to prepare our children, you know, for life in general and give them the tools they need, which is something that every generation of parents does imagine what we need to give them now. Right. hundred percent. Unbelievable. You know, uh, you know, I, I just, the other day, I'm sure you saw it that the New York times had this terrible article about yeshivas. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so the other night I spoke at the cope graduation, right. I'm going has a wonderful organization where, both men and women, you know, in different courses can uh, uh, get become CPAs and accountants. Right. And they had a graduation the other night. And Chaim David Zwebel, who's the head of the Agoda, said that he welcomes everybody here, but he feels bad that there's one person who they invited who didn't show up. And that was one of the writers of the New York Times. 
because, you know, they invited them. They should see how great Klal Yisrael is, you know, that they uh, do things sure. for each other and help people get jobs and maintain families. But they don't report that. They just report the negative or what they perceive as the negative. Someone said to me the other day, he said, uh, well, that's amazing, you know, watching how when I see Orthodox Jews get together, it seems like everybody knows everybody. And I said to them, yeah, it's one big happy family, you know. <laughs> and, and, and if only the New York Times and others realize that that family does a r- lot of really, really wonderful things, not only for our own family, but really for people in yeah. general, uh, especially those who, c- who continue to make a Kiddush Hashem with, uh, with the people who are out outside of our community who are Jewish and people who are outside our community who are not Jewish. Finally, Rabbi Krohn, it's the, it's the, if I started with the first story, I may as well end with your final thoughts. It says here, I once saw this one sentence poster in an airport gift shop. This is page 269, right before the end of the book. It said, it's never too late to become the person you could have been. Rabbi Krohn, is it really never too late? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it's, Almost never too late. It's, <laughs> it's, it's true that sometimes, you know, if a person is much older and doesn't have the koiches that they had in their youth, but really, if a person is determined, you can really do anything. And that's what I talk about. Rabbi Freifeld spoke about the four Ds, right. desire, determination, and uh, all, all those kind of things. You can, you can change. You really can change. But you've got to be determined. I hope and pray that the stories and insights in this book will inspire you to reach this lofty goal so that together we merit to see Mashiach in our day. And the goal you cite is of Chaim Velazhner, who would say, Lola Atzmo Nivra, you were not created for yourself, but to help others in any capacity you can. Because we all get older, by Crone, is the goal of this book different than the goals of your early books years ago? Um, I think the basic goal is the same, to inspire and, you know, I know that we're running out of time, but I want to tell you something that I heard from a Chabad fellow the other night. I, I was so amazed at this. And um, I, I, he, he was one of the graduates, and they usually have three graduates speak. And he got up, and it happened to be Yad Kislev, which is uh, the Rosh Hashanah for Hasidus and Lubavitch. And he quoted something from the Rebbe that I, I thought was so incredible. He said that we know that there are four types of creations. Um, that Hashem made Doimim, Semeach, Chai, and Medaber. Doimim is something like an inanimate thing, like a rock. Semeach is a plant. Chai is a living animal. Now, the next one is a person. So the Rebbe asked, why, of all things, did the Chazal, who used these four, say a person is a Medaber? A person is a thinker. A person is a builder. He can do a lot of things that animals can't do. Why Medaber? And he said something so brilliant. Medaber, a speaker, or somebody who speaks, is not doing that for himself. It's community. And that's what Hashem created us for. That's the same thing that you just said about When you're a Medaber, you're reaching out to others. And that's really what this book is all about. Reaching out to others, showing them they're good, and they could even be better. That's really what my mantra in life is. Everybody is good, but they can be better. I never like to talk down to people, as you know. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, that's what the final message of this book is. Henry Hudson, we're going down to Brooklyn.
get to the right. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience yeah. has just shared your uh, your journey with you, Rabbi Crone. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> not, yeah. not bad at all. What a journey it's yeah. been. <laughs> and right now the journey's taking us to the grandeur of the Magid, resplendent stories of inspiration and elevation. Rabbi Crone, I cannot thank you enough. It is, uh, even though you might be a Phillies fan, which I'm assuming. Uh, no, no, not really. My mother was a Phillies fan. Right. I, I, I rooted for the Brooklyn Dodgers. I was right. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Of course, you're a Dodger fan after all. And okay, a, but now the Mets and the Yankees. It, but okay, right? Oh, not. A, but a football Giants also. Oh, where are they still in the league? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you used to have a much more positive attitude toward them. I'll tell you. What I, I did until two three weeks ago. The days that they were winning Super Bowls, you would get on the air and even agree to discuss <laughs> it with me, which was amazing. <laughs> Rabbi Crone, I take this opportunity to wish you a happy Hanukkah. And I hope a lot of Amen. people get the brand Amen. new book for Hanukkah, Mir Tashem. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. An absolute pleasure. The grandeur of the Magid, everybody. It's Rabbi Pesach Crone. It's brand new. It's an amazing book. Young and old will enjoy it. Get it as a Hanukkah gift for anybody, friends and family. Uh, go to artscroll.com. Again, go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. When you do go to artscroll.com and use promo code radio, guess what? You get free shipping and, of course, a major discount. Plenty more coming up. It is a very special Thursday morning at JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM. Thursday morning. It's Avram Freed. Listen to Klein says, Rabbi Crone, such a breath of fresh air. Love his stories. Always a takeaway message. Thank you for starting our day with such a goddol and as always fabulous music. Thank you for that. Yeah, he's amazing. He is amazing. Um, <laughs> M.H. Daubert says, Goosebumps from this story. I assume it was the first story we told, right? I assume so. That was that was quite a story. Uh, Tikva says, please, Davin, for Fuhr Shlema, Rav Chaim, Mayer, Ben Milka, it's Rav Drukman. Rav Drukman is in need of a Rav Fuhr Shlema. Rav Chaim, Mayer, Ben Milka, Rav Chaim, Mayer, Ben Milka, Rav Drukman, let's pray for his Rav Fuhr Shlema. Uh, Throwback King says, just donated to the campaign. Much Hatzloch, I remember calling up the pledge and having a chance to speak with Jewish singers. Must have been 25, 30 years ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cool Mom says, Shalom from Yerushalayim. Please play Imesh Gachech by Shalshelis. We'll see if we can do that. All right. Thank you, everybody, who's commenting on the app. The uh, campaign is going on, our year-end campaign. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Full schedule, by the way. Full schedule. Uh, it is a Thursday, after all. So coming up at, um, at 9 a.m., it's Charlie Harari. Again, coming up at 9 a.m., it's Charlie Harari. And today he'll speak about Make That Change and Parsha's Vayeshev. Uh, Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs at 10 o'clock. All right, Jack Abramowitz will uh, join Allison. Miriam Wallach will speak with Naomi Ross. She's got a brand-new cookbook, The Giving Table. The Giving Table is the brand-new cookbook. Naomi Ross is Miriam Wallach's guest at 10.30. 11 o'clock for Yossi Zweig and the Thursday Live Lunch. 7 p.m., the Arab Shabbos Show, Mark Zamek. Hosts presented by the amazing people at Kedem and Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman tonight at 10 p.m. Uh, Tani Gutterman talking about the Torah portion of the week. So that's our lineup. It's a big lineup. It's an effective lineup. And there's no reason to touch that dial because of that lineup. Simple as that. And um, again, tonight, the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem with Mark Zomik hosting will be replayed at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky again, is leading an amazing effort by Brissav Ram to spread the light of Hanukkah, Pirsume Nisa. It's all about being mefarsim, publicizing the incredible miracle of Hanukkah. And Rabbi Kanelsky has taken it to the nth degree. He has got menorahs, Hanukkiyot, everywhere <laughs> and he is with us live via telephone right Mordechai Kanelsky welcome back to JM in the AM good morning of Nochem number one Mazel Tov and the new granddaughter that you, you have together with Stacy Arich has shown you showing him tables from this grandchild and from all the children and Enyaklach and we just celebrated your, by, by the Hassan by you and we should she share all these things together Amen this incredible run of smachot should continue, Bezrat Hashem. By the way, everybody, let me take this opportunity to wish Rebetzin Sterni and Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski a Mazel Tov. Today is their 41st wedding anniversary. Mazel Tov to you, Rabbi Kanelski. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're 41, and we should continue to go to 50 and to 75. Where was the wedding, Rabbi? The wedding was in Crown Heights. Wow. Well, it's 770? At 7.70, and not just that, but we had the privilege that right after Cheder Ichud, my wife and myself and our parents had the privilege to go into the Rebbe's room and to have 
a blessing from the Rebbe personal in his room wow. with my, with our siblings. Boy, you must have been the envy. Incredible. You must have been the envy of everybody around you. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. That was amazing. Rabbi Groner, a blessed memory, worked out. He said to me, if you be ready, 8 o'clock, you will have the privilege to go into Chidus to the Rebbe. And when I said to everybody, my chuppah is 7 o'clock, the way it says in the invitation, and two of my uncles thought, no, it's a chasana. Never, never a chasana on time. But they came late and missed the broch under the chuppah. <laughs> they learned their lesson. <laughs> yes, wow. yes, yes, yes. Um, today, today, it would be a ridiculous question because we all know the answer, but I'll ask it about 41 years ago. Are there pictures of that meeting with the Reb? No. You know what would go on today, right? Yes, but at that time, there was no pictures. Were there, picture, uh, so. were there pictures yesterday when you were setting up the Hanukkiot, when you were setting up the Hanukkah menorahs around New Jersey? Oh yeah, oh yeah. This uh, now it's a different world. Today yeah. you don't need photographers. That's even. right. Every person who, who who doesn't even talk on the phone, who just has a phone, becomes a photographer. Um, so what has happened so far? Because this is really unusual, Rabbi Kanelsky. Uh, the minig, the custom, the halacha, I would say, uh, among the Jewish people is to light the first candle on Sunday night, this coming Sunday night, the 25th of Kislev. Have you been forced to light candles and drop early this year? Let me explain to you. First <laughs> of all, first of all, the halacha is a new universal one. We're all going to light. Vita Brocha, God willing, Sunday at sunset, right. and we'll say three broches. Right. What we are doing now, because we live, unfortunately, here in uh, Goals, and uh, the schedule of the days comes out that the 25th of December is on Hanukkah. Right. And unfortunately, as so many people, to Gesund, going on vacation, and it's really Magdimula Mitzvah on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And they're, actually, the and, they're, show, and they're actually taking two weeks off. <laughs> yes. The next show, if I would like to do Hanukkah and Hanukkah, I will have only three days to do. Monday, Tuesday, a half a day Wednesday. Right. It's impossible to write 140 menorahs in <gasps> two and a half days. That's what it is, 140? At 140 places. It's just physically impossible. <sighs> Therefore, from the moment that we are benching Rish Chedesh Kislev, uh, in 1986, Bris Avraham had the privilege to receive a letter from the, from the Rebbe. And the Rebbe writes the following. That do that our dinner will be Sunday, the day after Shabbos of Orchim Kislev. Then we should take in thinking what is the Kislev representing. And the month of Kislev represents the holiday of Hanukkah. What is the holiday of Hanukkah? Even on the street is is dark, but Jew is light. And a Jew lights up the darkness of the world. And therefore that's the job of Bris Avraham to light up the world and to make the world a, light, a much brighter world and to make sure that the Pirsumanis is done in the highest level. And from that day on, I and my wife and the staff of Brisa Avraham had always that vision that we have to do it in a most great way. Then as much as we started, we started to do, as you all know, I've said already many times, this on the air, 
that we started to do with one menorah, two menorahs, like the menorah of Jersey City was lit up the first time in 1980 wow. in City Hall. Wow. And since then, consecutively, for the past 43 years, we are writing the menorah. We're going to write the menorah again in City Hall this Monday at City Hall of Jersey City. But all the other places that, that became later on special with the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, that we're talking here so many and so many places, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, and there is more and more people constantly asking for Numenoras. Then we are trying to go into every single place to write the menorah before. We are making sure to write not one candle, but all eight candles, and teaching the people about the concept of Hanukkah, teaching the people about the concept of Mesi Vehevach Veir, that you have to light the candles of Hanukkah every single day, one more candle. And this is just a rehearsal that we're showing the people what has to be done. And especially this year, that this is the year of Hagel, that we are making sure that more and more people are coming to any event. And I want to tell you the most incredible this year. I had situations that we used to be, wherever I'm coming in a place, as you understand that the majority of the people are not Jewish. But when I am always announcing, if there is any Jew here, I came to a place, Tidabora Airport. How many Jewish people do you think working in Tidabora Airport? Very few. (laughs) Okay. One Jew. (laughs) Okay. I was right. and after we lead the menorah to the border airport with the general manager, with all the workers of the airport, they all came together and I actually sit down and we had donuts. That's the most important. The most important is the donuts. It's more important than the Hanukkah. Obviously. Then we, we gave out donuts. Listen, uh, they all come, they have a free donut, especially there is a variety, jelly, custard, all the nice sprinkles or whatever Rabbi it is. Kanelsky, I'm impressed by your uh, knowledge of the donuts. I like that. <laughs> Do you know how many donuts we're giving out this year? I can't even imagine. Who bakes for you? Which bakery is it? Uh, different bakeries, whoever could give me. Amazing. I'm, I'm getting donuts. Amazing. And I have to buy, but Baruch Hashem. Hey, who was the first uh, one? Was it was it um, was it uh, Mayor Jordan or Mayor Smith? The first one that you did the uh, the, the the lighting with in Jersey City. Gerald McCann. Oh, it was McCann. So it was after that. So he became because he became mayor in eighty. I guess he was just elected. He had just been elected when you started with him. McCann was just elected. Wow, interesting. He was elected in nineteen eighty. <clears throat> and this me, and then we went to Gorini, who was then the ca- congressman in Jersey City, right. in Journal Square. Right. Frank Gorini. Then this is the two uh, original menorahs that we started wow. to do. Unbelievable. And and then when it came, Brett Schoenberg, the mayor, right. UCLA was suing us. Why? And for putting the menorah on 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 uh, public property. UCLA. Uh, whatever it's called, Liberty Union, whatever it's called. Oh, the, 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 lo- the local one, the local one. The one, whatever in, the, one in they, Jer- the one in Jersey City, you mean? No, 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 no. They came from uh, from the state. Some people, when they were suing, that this is against... Oh, uh, the ACLU. Oh, LCLU. You know, ACLU. Hour, if I would know all the English names, I would be a lawyer, yeah. not a rabbi. ACLU. So they, they sued you then under Schindler? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I want to tell you, the mayor said, tell them, answer them back, it's not you, it's me. Let them sue me. 
Wow. And the mayor was so happy to fight with them. Yeah, they, and he put they, big, they hated him. And that's right. And he put a big menorah and he says, I am very proud of that. But more than that, I speak Hebrew because I went to Haifa University. Wow. He went to Israel for a semester and he knew Hebrew a few words. And he was so proud to put the menorah and to fight it to make sure that in Jersey City there is a menorah. And since then, Bris Avram in Jersey City has a menorah every single year. Unbelievable. And and now we have Baruch Hashem, a Jewish mayor, Mayor Fulop, and we're going to write the menorah with him, and he says the blessing is just unbelievable. Mayor Fulop, who grew up listening to JM in the AM, uh, because, it's, because, because he's a yeshiva boy. Yeah, because his grandparents would drive him to yeshiva, and he has been mayor now almost 10 years, which is amazing, and doing a great job in Jersey City. All right, can we discuss my favorite topic? My favorite topic is that when I go to the George Washington Bridge, or when I, I, I oh, by the way, yesterday I was at the George Washington Bridge. It's not just the one on the lower level anymore. I see you, am I right that the one upstairs you just put on now, or is that already for a few years? A few years. Because, I have now. You know what I mean by, by you, know, you know you know what I mean by upstairs all the way to the right of the tolls with that you can see. Yeah, you can the, see uh, very you, tall menorah. You can see it from the lower level. Correct. That's been there it's for me- years already. Yes, yes, it's there already for six years. Wow. And uh, what we, do we have with the QW, we have four menorahs: upper level, lower level, palisade and entrance, and the bus terminal and the headquarters. I'm Bruce Layman Boulevard. Unbelievable. You have an amazing relationship with the folks up there. In, in Newark Airport, we have 10 menorahs. 10? 10. At the headquarters, at the entrance, when you're going on 109, you will see a 12-foot menorah, but it says the sign, Newark International Airport. Then we have in Terminal A, three menorahs, Terminal B, two menorahs, Terminal C, three menorahs, and then in Alau, Wherever there is an opportunity to put a menorah, where there is people, especially in in a wow, they're so happy. My son has there a stand, and we are there making sure that there is a menorah there every single year and a party. Rabbi Kanelsky, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Explain to those who don't hop. Explain to those who don't know. Explain to those for whom Hanukkah is not that meaningful. Why it's better to have 10 than to have one. Why is it better to have 10 in Newark Airport than to have one menorah? Because the person who is going in Terminal A will not see the menorah in Terminal B. And why is it so important that everybody see it? Because the whole thing of, this is the same thing that I said to one of the top, top people in the Port Authority. That he asked me a question, what is so important uh, to have menorahs? And I wanted to see that person because I wanted to have permission. And I, I, I was told that I have to wait nine to 10 months to have an appointment to see that person. And I saw that person. And when we came to see that person, he says to me, Rabbi, you have five minutes to talk. Give your case and I will tell you yes or no. You know, like, you know and I came in and I said, I was waiting for that meeting for 10 months. At five minutes, I will divide the five minutes the way I would like. A minute and a half for a picture with you, <laughs> and two mi- a minute and a half for my request, and two minutes for your answer. Anyway, I gave him a, a doka pushke, and then I said to him that God gave us Torah mitzvahs. Every single mitzvah that God gave us is between me and God. Nobody has to know if I do the mitzvahs. For an example, your honor, 
when I eat matzah, you know that, that Jews eat matzah on Pesach. Oh, yes, he says. I could eat matzah under the table, under my bed, and nobody has to know the most important between me and God. There is only one mitzvah that the whole thing is for somebody else. To a degree that if I, if I come home and my wife is sleeping, I came home late, I cannot write the menorah with a blessing. Right. I have to write the menorah without a blessing. Right. Then I said to him, Your Honor, my father in Russia tried to do every mitzvah possible. One mitzvah he could not do. He could not put the menorah outside of the house or by the window or any place. Then you, the person who's in charge and everything, air, sea, boats, everything that's moving in New York and New Jersey, you could bring in here freedom of religion, the land of opportunity to give permission to put menorahs in every single place. He looked at me and says, Rabbi, it's approved. Then this is the whole thing of the menorahs. The menorahs is public. Pirsumenise, to make Mac public the Rebbeinah Shalom's miracles. And back to, to, to Tidebora Airport. There was one Jew, and he, comes in, and he picks up his hand, I'm a Jew. I walked over to him and I said to him, I want you to put film. And he looked at me, he doesn't know what I want from him. And I, and I sent you the picture. And then I said to him, are you could do to date film? When was the last time you put film? He says, I was bar mitzvah. And after that, he says, no. Anyway, I put him tefillin, and I explained to everybody there who was watching what tefillin is and why you have to say Shema. And he was so applauded by everybody. And then he sends me a note. I'm, please send me that picture. I have an old mother who lives in Brooklyn. I want to send her that picture. She will be so proud to see that her son put tefillin one time in his life. And I am looking at that picture right now because you sent it to me. And it's just remarkable. Just remarkable. Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Do you sometimes think that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the one above, just puts the right words in your mouth when you're standing there in the Port Authority office? I want to tell you one thing. Before I go to speak any single place, you know what I say? Hashem Sfosai Tiftoch. God, open up my mouth. Every time when I'm going to say any place, anything, I say this word, Hashem Sfosai Tiftoch. God open up my mouth and give me the words to say. Because you know very well, my English is poor. <laughs> and to, <laughs> I, am, I, I, am, I am not a Yankee. I am a greener. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ryan Mordechai Kanelsky is with us. By the way, everybody, we have a lot of fun with these discussions. We love getting the statistics from Kanelsky about all the menorahs, the Hanukkah yot, the donuts, and everything that's... Uh, that's allowing everyone, Jew and non-Jew, to enjoy the holiday. Um, please support Rabbi Kanelsky's work. Uh, there's a phone number at Bris Avram. You can become a supporter right now and be at one of these menorah lightings. 908-289-0770. 908-289-0770. Of course, brisavram.org. Spell Avram with O's. Uh, the letter O, brisavram.org. And you could donate there and support the work of Rabbi Kanelsky and his incredible staff. Hundreds of people, thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, I could even say hundreds of thousands of people will be seeing these menorahs all through the state of New Jersey. That, that's just, say it again, Robert. According to statistics, yeah. according to statistics that I can collected from the Port Authority and from all the other places we have menorahs or New Jersey Transit, I, I, I mean, I, I lead the menorah at New Jersey Transit Penn Station. 60,000 people a day pass by there. Wow. 
And at that time, I asked if there is any Jew there. There was one Jew. In Newark Penn Station, we put film to a Jew in front of everybody. Do you know what kind of Kiddush Hashem it was? Wow. Yesterday, I lead them in order with the lieutenant governor in her office. We had a special breakfast for all the agencies that are under her jurisdiction. And we spoke about the miracle of Hanukkah. And we put film there. And a person comes over to me, no difference the name, and says, I have an office and I don't have a menorah. Will you please give me a, sell me, give me something, a menorah? I gave that person a menorah. You had to see the tears in the eyes of that person <laughs> who oh. took a menorah to his office. Or that person who put film yesterday at, at the lieutenant governor's office. Amazing. This is just amazing, amazing. The numbers is coming to a bit, a bit about 28 million viewers on Hanukkah. By the way, don't you have uh, some of the shopping malls? Or I'm trying to think of some of the other places you have these Hanukkah. I have, I, I will lead the menorah just uh, last week with in uh, Newport Mall. In Jersey and City. The, in Jersey City. And the management... Not from the from that mall, but the management from all across America. A senior vice president came to watch the mall, and he was to, and I was told that he would be on this in this day if I could come and lead the menorah with him. Then we came there, and he came. He was so impressed. He says, "Why we should not put menorahs in every single mall that's under our 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 cooperation?" You can presume he says that. You know, you, someday, you, you make the first effort and you see HaKadosh Baruch Hu just breaks through and, and, and creates so many other opportunities. The Rebbeinu says to us, you open up for me as the opening of a needle and I will open up for you the grand ballroom. Yeah. So you start in one mall and you end up with every mall in the country. This Sunday, we're going to ride the menorah at 1045 at Jersey Garden Mall. In the food court. Oh, we should invite and our listeners. Fal- yes, and the mayor of Elizabeth is going to come there. Can the listeners and come? And we're all inviting everybody who wants to come to get Hanukkah yelled yeah. and donuts. That's Erev Hanukkah. 1045. That's Erev Hanukkah. 1045. Yes, that's, that's Erev that, Hanukkah. The for- yeah, that's already legit that you're lighting a Hanukkah candle then. <laughs> that's yeah. already. <laughs> this, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're already in the right time frame, Rabbi Kanelsky. By the way, when you light 10 days before Hanukkah, can you light eight candles or you just keep it to one? <laughs> no, I light, I light by the light. Say to explain that this is not the mitzvah. This is just you showing what Hanukkah is. So what are you I'm saying? I'm indicating that. So you light what? What did you say? I'm lighting all eight. Oh, you do light all eight to show that it's not. Sure, the, specifically not, right. to explain that this right. is not, today is not the first day of right. Hanukkah. And how does. Nobody it, should make a mistake. And when I drive by the George Washington Bridge, how does it happen each night? Is that automatic or does somebody have to, to, to screw in the light bulb? There is a, pers- a person from the Port Authority who is coming and lighting the menorah every single night mm-hmm. at four o'clock. Literally adjusting the light bulb for each night. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's, 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 it's not. It's, people think that you put this menorah, you put finished, everything works automatically. Well, I thought there's an Nothing. app. I thought there's an app where Rabbi Kanelsky sits in his living room and just lights all the menorahs. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I've seen the mikveh. <laughs> but there's going to be, it's going to happen. It's going to happen eventually, right? That you'll be able to control it from some app or from your phone. I have a feeling. I mean, let me tell you one thing <laughs> I love to do things 
with my own hands to come <laughs> and to light you're and an, to uh, be connected to people. You're an old We're talking timer. about mitzvahs. Yeah, I'm an old timer, correct. You know, we're talking about mitzvahs. Actual, the Wednesday night, a week from last night, we're going to have for the first time a 12-foot menorah with oil. I had to fill Rizzuto Park, if you know who the uh, person is. Yes, I know Phil Rizzuto very well. <laughs> he, is, he used to live in Hillside. Correct. And it is the park that is connecting Hillside, Elizabeth, and Union. Correct. It will be a menorah there, a 12-foot menorah. And we got the fire department to come with a cherry picker to pick up and to light at Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. You know. And Uri, Uri Abramov is going to bring a DJ. DJ, DJ, whatever it's called, that we will have be able to, to, to dance and sing. And then we're having a car parade throughout this, this, the, the streets of Elizabeth and Hillside. Uh, uh, we will have the police will go with us and we're going to light up the entire community here with the spirit of Hanukkah. You know what, you know what Phil Rizzuto would say to that? No. He would say, holy cow. Those of you who are Yankee fans, you agree with me that Phil Rizzuto, of course, would say, holy cow, which was his signature call as an announcer. By the way, Rabbi Kanelsky, uh, there's another group we have to acknowledge. According to Mora Adina, the Yeshiva Noam Choir is going to be joining you at Wernbergen Plaza in Hackensack on Monday. This is unique. The, uh, first of all, that the, the, the Yeshiva Noam and her choir are coming to, to, uh, to sing at 1.30 at Bergen, Bergen County Plaza together with the county executive and the commissioners and the sheriff and everybody will be there. But it's more than that. I did not know until we spoke that her father of blessed memory Rabbi was Rabbi Chaim Wasserman. Sure. And Rabbi Chaim Wasserman was the one who welcomed Brisa Avrom in Passaic. That's right. Amazing. And man. we printed a Tanya in Passaic in his shoe. Right. And not just that, we had a coil of elderly people who were sitting and learning Torah every single day in Young Israel of Passaic under Rabbi Chaim Wasserman. Amazing. Absolutely. Then it's so unique that his daughter is in charge of the choir and they're going to sing in in uh, in uh, in uh, Bergen County Plaza, ah. and, and the connection goes more than that. Rabbi Hagler, who is the dean of the school, yeah. we are using Yeshiva known for Abris Abraham Kent that has over four hundred children every single summer. Phenomenal! I didn't know that. That's great. Yes, I'll mention that to Rabbi Hagler when I uh, see him. That's fantastic. Ged Lev says Rabbi Kanelsky is always an inspiration. I agree. And Yoichi Herzog from Bayonne, New Jersey, with the Kedem Herzog family on our app. Rabbi Kanelsky calls you the king of Hanukkah menorahs. What's it like? <laughs> what's it like to now be royalty? <laughs> Yoichi Herzog. Yoichi Herzog is a very close friend. He's amazing. He's the greatest. Yes. By the way, the speaking to Rabbi Hagler was at your was at your chasana. Oh, is that funny? That's hilarious. Yes. I met him and I said to him, let's do Nanado Mitzvah now. He said, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> He's the greatest and you're the greatest. And a special shout out to Yaki Herzog and our friends at Kedem who are presenting our Erev Shabbos show tonight and every Thursday night. A lot of family members here. We built quite a family here over the years. And it's amazing to again speak to Rabbi Kanelsky about his unique Hanukkah holiday and all these incredible celebrations. And I'll tell you, Rabbi Kanelsky, 
it's not just that I, I'm excited uh, and you could tell how excited I am about all this through my voice. You invited me to participate next week and you know most years I, I just can't do it. I, I think this year I'm going to join you. I think this year I'm going to try to join you on the first day of Hanukkah and, uh, make, it, and make it for myself something extra special. Thank you. It's going to be a great honor to have you there. Uh, limited edition and I'm going to tell you one thing. Your family is spreading the light of Hanukkah every single day. What is Hanukkah? Hanukkah is putting a smile on every single person. Hanukkah, when you're going into a dark room, your, your spirit is terrible. When you're coming into a room that is light, you're enjoying, no matter what. And that's what you do every single day to thousands and thousands of travelers for three hours. Somebody sits in traffic and he's so upset and this and that, but what? He hears the Jewish music. His spirit is picking up. That's what you do. Yeah. Then continue to light up the world with your uniqueness and continue the Rebbeinu should shower you with Simchem Freyd. I was so happy to have another granddaughter that you have and the Hassan and continue to have. And I get mothers of tomorrow my wife for 41 years that uh, uh, she is not just as the Rebbe said uh, the Rebbe gave her a special broker for the partnership with your husband she is a real partner in every single thing that Bris Avram is doing she is remarkable and you're a very very lucky man Rabbi Kanelsky. you're a very lucky I man I know that. And I want to say a thank you to all the staff of Brisavrohom, to Rabbi Borah Leptivkir, to Rabbi David Lensky, to Rabbi Vremi Kanelsky, to Rabbi Mendel Zaltzman, and, and, and a big refuge to my dear father-in-law, the senior Rabbi of Brisavrohom, Rabbi Dave Baer, Rabbi Chaim Dave Baer, and Brocha Zaltzman. Rabbi Kanelsky, I will continue to encourage our listeners to support your amazing work. Everybody out there, Hop aboard the Hanukkah bandwagon with Rabbi Kanelsky. You, too, could be at one of the 140 menorah lightings. <laughs> Support his amazing work. 908-289-0770. Go to brisavram.org, brisavram.org. You know us, folks. Even during our year-end campaign, we're still encouraging people to support every good cause out there. And brisavram is an amazing cause. And when you go on that bridge today, I'm going to be on the George Washington Bridge today. I'm broadcasting from Teaneck today. So I'm going to be on the George Washington Bridge today. And there are people out there who are going to be in malls and they're going to be in Penn Station and they're going to be in um, passing by different city halls. You're going to see these Hanukkiot. You're going to see these beautiful Hanukkah menorahs. Think about the hard work that Rabbi Kanelsky and his staff have put into it. 908-289-0770 and brisavram.org. Rabbi Kanelsky, I take this opportunity to say Chag Urim Sameach. Oh, man. Don't forget to give Hanukkiot to all the children and the grandchildren. What would be appropriate, Rabbi? Tell me what would be appropriate. Now that I have grandchildren, what would be appropriate? Is a dollar sufficient? Should I go to the five or ten dollar mark? Does anybody out I will there tell you, take it? I will tell you what the Torah is teaching us. Go ahead. You know what the Torah says? Call Hamar Bareza Meshubach. And by the way, all the grandchildren agree with you. <laughs> That's for sure. Thank you so much. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com, on the NahumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JMDM. What an inspiring hour with Rabbi Krohn and then Rabbi Kanelsky. Wow, what an inspiring hour. Plenty coming up tomorrow, including our weekly update, of course. Full schedules we outlined earlier. 
Tune into all of our great programming all day long. And of course, tonight, Mark Zamek hosts the Arab Shabbos show, sponsored by the wonderful people at Kedem. That starts at 7 p.m. this evening. Make sure to be tuned in all day long. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.